0: Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the
1: spirit, thanking the Lord for his faithfulness. to give you a definite encounter tonight, go ahead and pray. A definite encounter, definite encounter tonight by the Spirit. definite encounter tonight by the Spirit. Give me an encounter tonight That will change my life In the name of Jesus And come To the one true God He said this is eternal life That they may know you The one true God who I can't do it. before him, not before you. Of intimacy is a call. Is a call. In case you are deep, you say, "Come deeper, come deeper." There's a place, no and where you are, I am just here to introduce you to I am. i sí, no. As he prays, as he prays, the fashion of his countenance, as he prayed, Kuna Sola, Sola Bacatelli, Telicoma, Sasama, Hikopante, Skepita, Yetro, Echo. So did my content to be altered so even the herbalist knows that if you meet with Adonai something will change about you even the herbalist knows even, even the herbalist knows that if, you, if, if if you meet with Adonai something will change about you what, what I am saying that to tell you that Some of us told our neighbors that we are coming to church. You left your house a liar. It is not good that you go back a liar. What that means is that you did not meet a liar. If you meet with him, a lying tongue will die. If you meet with him, there is something about you that will die. We can do that as we pray. Some of you left your houses. Then you told your neighbor, I am going to church. Ah, and your neighbors know that you are an addict. It is forbidden that you come back the same. If you go back the same, you did not meet it. I am. Church is where we meet with him. Do not let the world ask you where you're coming from. I thought you told me you are coming, you, you told me you are coming back from church. You told me you were going to church. I know your God. I have read about him. Any man that ever met with him did not remain the same. As, as he prayed, as he prayed, as he prayed, can you pray now? Kalato dikate akatwa. si gaskele ata, sebinaga diatete, kwa la sota, ite blessed te shabena niangua kwati ateliyish, siveve te kia te, shada 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 Jesus, is here. at the and a tatayas, and and a Shakia, I'm to be able
0: Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom evening, people of God. Frank, how are you doing? Frank, i How are you? Mrs. Danka, how are you? Lydia. One of God, Pastor Hanamya. God bless you, Jenny B. About how are you doing? Sammy, parry, and Inti, I hope everything is fine. Glory to Jesus, Hallelujah. Glory, glory to Jesus. Amen. I thank God for your lives, by the special grace of God I'm also doing well with my family. God bless all of you, God bless you Pastor Hanan, God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, we give God praise and we give God all the glory. Mrs. Kamba, how are you doing? hope everything is fine over there. Bishop, how are you? God bless you. Mommy how are you doing, Sophie Mommy? God's way. How are you? And the wonderful boys. Wow. We give God praise. We give God praise. Kwame, I hope you are fine. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. I give God praise for His mercies over our lives. Amen. Alright, I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of our prophetic training. Here we drench ourselves in the waters of God's word we swim and we dive deep into matters. And the glory of God. Will surely come upon us in the name of the Lord Jesus, Amen. Abner Susie, how are you? Wow, glory to Jesus! All right, let's take a word of prayer. Let's take a word of prayer, Blessed Father. We give you praise and the glory, we honor you for such a time as this in your presence in the name of Jesus. The Bible said that a time came Jesus was with Mary and Martha and one of them sat at the feet of Christ even to listen to his word whereas the other was into household chores. Even as much as all of these two were good, Jesus said the one that is sitting at my feet knowing the word of the Lord, has taken that one thing that is needful. For this reason have we come before thee, that the one thing which is needful, which is your word, will be built in our hearts, in the name of Jesus. Even though all things are good, but that the needful will be fulfilled in your presence. For this reason have we come before the Lord Jesus. Show us mercy. Let the light of your word shine upon us. Let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. And we command deception. That has taken charge in our lives to be broken. We command the darkness of ignorance. To be lifted from our hearts. And we pray that by the light of your truth. We shall be set free from every assignment of the enemy. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. Lady Pastor Bethlehem, God bless you. God bless you. And I think I have to start visiting some of you spiritually and physically. So, um, you you don't need to show me your house. Don't worry. I have to start visiting some of you spiritually and I used to do that but I've stopped but I'll I'll, I'll do that again and it will bring divine blessings, hallelujah Shelly Shelly if I visit you now I will not come back because (laughs) if I get to the UK I will not return to them Amen And if I get to the US, as for that place Friday. When I get there, that is all. I will, I will do a big bye bye to all my Ghanaian family people. Because the way the dollar is rising, I'm sure that if you are in the US, you will rise. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright, God bless you. God bless you and keep all of you strong. Let me say this before we move into the Word of God. One thing that I don't want any of us here to forget is this. If you find yourself here, there is a blessing. And there is a kairos moment for you to be here to take note of this. Throughout biblical days and even in our time now, whenever there is a worldwide negative thing happening whenever something that is massive across the nations of the world is happening in the negative way god in his wisdom always will find a way to exempt his chosen are you following all the time all the time God in his wisdom will definitely exempt his chosen from the darkest moment of the earth that is the main reason why it is not right in fact it is bad for you as a child of God to complain with unbelievers Are, are you listening to me Whenever you find yourself complaining the same way as unbelievers are complaining, something is wrong somewhere. That's not how God made things. It means you have not found the light of escape. Because all the children of Israel were found in Egypt. And the Bible said, God brought thick darkness upon the whole land of Egypt. But the exact place where the Israelites were living, in the country of Egypt, as for that place, the Bible said there was a great light. There was a great light. The word of the Lord spoke about how that darkness was. The Bible said it was so thick and gross that a man could hold it. Then you can hold the darkness. And amidst all these things, God still brought light. Upon the children of Israel Put this at the back of your mind There are many believers That God lifted them financially In the area of COVID-19 When COVID came That people were dying When people were complaining Of how financially things are bad That was the means That God used to lift Some people I want to tell you something Anytime there is a general crisis, it means God has set a moment to lift somebody. Listen to me carefully. Anytime there is a general crisis that everybody is complaining, start looking for the way of escape because it has been released. Are you listening to me? Don't, never forget this. If you forget this, you will be complaining with the rest of the unbelievers. Any time, any time, there is a general crisis across the nations, it is that moment that God has set to lift His people. So if you don't find the light you will remain in the darkness, even though you are a child of God. So whenever you see these things run for the light, begin to talk to God. What is the way of escape? Where is that way? Show me, O God. The word of the Lord spoke about when famine came strongly upon the whole earth. And where Isaac was dwelling, he decided to leave the place to a different place. He was struggling. He was living in another man's land. But the Bible said, when he made up his mind to leave because of the famine, God appeared to him and he said, stay here. The same place that people were dying, God told him to stay. That he should not move an inch. And God told him, yes, it is true that there is no rain but I want you to start planting on this land. The guy planted on a land where there was, there was no rain on the land for months and still the crops germinated. And the man actually made bumper harvest than in those years where there were abundance of rain. And the word of the lord said the king of that town called isaac and said where are you from where are you from it is of a surety and a certainty that you are not like one of us let me tell you this never ever in your life complain with unbelievers. You see believers who start talking about the president and the president and this. The economy of our life is not supposed to be based on who becomes a president in our country. If that is your focus, you will struggle, Papa. We are of a different economy. Are you listening to me? This is the reason why. I've seen certain people. When the prices of things shoot to a certain height, where everybody is complaining, that is the time they can even get money to buy a car. When the car was actually at $3,000, they did not get money to buy it. But when the price of the car shot up to $7,500, that was when they got the money to buy the car. It is a lifestyle. It is a life, a lifestyle. Don't live with your minds. You see, the problem is that they have not shown us how to live as Christians. The only thing they told you was that believe in Jesus Christ, so that when He is coming, you can also go and join Him in heaven. That's all. So we think that we have just believed, but we can just live our own lives here, struggle like we are. No! If you begin to sit down to go through the scriptures, to understand how you are supposed to live as a Christian you will know that most of the things we do we are actually fighting God and it means that we are opposing what God wants for us are you following? yes and that is why Many believers are struggling because they don't look at life from the perspective of God. They look at life from the worldly perspective. And until your perspective about life is changed To the source of the Spirit, problems will come. But I pray for all of us, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that the Lord will show us mercy and grant us grace. May God unlock every blessing that we need in these times. In the name of Jesus, you will not complain like those that are unbelievers. You will not complain like a hidden men will come to you and ask you of things and you will be able to deliver even in abundance in the mighty name of the lord jesus you will not struggle in jesus precious mighty name by reason of you being a kingdom child the grace of god will open doors for you in the mighty name of the lord jesus i curse complaints from your life On this very day, may God show you mercy in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will do well and nothing can stop you. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. We give God praise. We give God praise. Hallelujah beautiful okay so let us quickly enter into questions and answers god willing tomorrow evening i'm going to touch on the continuation of eschatology god willing tomorrow evening god willing tomorrow evening i'm going to touch on the continuation of eschatology so um, I think we started eschatology, and um, we've laid a little foundation. We are going to continue, God willing, tomorrow. So those of you who have plenty of questions in that area, I don't want to rush. Are you get it. That's why I us to take it one by one, one by one, because there are many things you need to understand. And God willing, tomorrow I will let all of us understand some of the topics that are treated in eschatology. Mm-hmm. And our help us understand the way, or let me say the different cadres that people have as mindsets when it comes to eschatology. When we take the Bible to read about the end times, not all of us will see the same thing, it is because of how our minds have been programmed to see things. Are you following me? That is the reason why you can even um, complete a certain Bible school or Bible college and right from that place, your view concerning eschatology will change. So you realize that when you go to some churches, their view concerning eschatology is quite different from others. That is why you have evangelical churches we have some of the Orthodox churches, we have some of the charismatic moves, and it looks like when you go there, almost all of them have different understanding and different views of how the end times are going to be. I'm going to take time and talk about them, God willing, tomorrow. I'm going to show you the um the perspectives. You know, and the views of eschatology so that you know where, whether you like it or yes, you belong to one of them blindly. Maybe you don't know that there are different dimensions. Whether you like it or yes, you belong to one of them. Aha, uh-huh, that is it. So the Lord is going I don't want to go ahead of myself, but don't miss God willing to know meeting. God is going to help us, amen. Beautiful, all right. So, this evening, I want us to have a moment of questions and answers. If you have any questions um, in the things of God with regards to the scriptures, you have questions about the spiritual world, you have questions about the prophetic, you have questions about anything anything up. Okay my son said, Daddy please can you teach how to sustain travel in the spirit for a long time, whether in prayer or just meditating? Okay all right All right, can you hear me please? So now, my son, okay. Um, let me let me touch on it from this point. You see, when we speak of traveling in the spirit, the first thing you need to understand is that you are in the spirit. Are you listening to me? That's the first thing you need to understand that you are in the spirit. The very day you become a believer you need to understand that you are in the spirit. Now what does it mean for somebody to be in the spirit? When the Holy Spirit is dwelling inside a man the man is saved to be in the spirit. When the Holy Ghost is inside a man, the man is said to be in the spirit. But Paul made a statement he said, Galatians chapter 5 verse 25 Galatians chapter 5, verse 25, Paul went to the Galatian church and he said, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So it is one thing to live in the Spirit and another thing to walk in the Spirit. Now when the Holy Spirit is in a man, the even says that but we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive by faith the righteousness. Look no, Galatians five twenty-five. Galatians five twenty-five. Can you all hear me please? Good said, since we are living by the spirit, let us follow the spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Now, when we say a man is in the spirit, what it means is that the spirit of God is in the man. So when we say thomas Ah, I'm in the spirit, it does not necessarily mean that. You have been lifted into the realm of the spirit because you are already there. Are you listening to me? Now, John made the statement. He said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. What John was trying to explain was that he became aware Because there is what we call consciousness when it comes to traveling in the spirit. You cannot neglect consciousness and travel. No, it doesn't work like that. So what allows you to to travel in the spirit is your consciousness. And when we say consciousness, we are actually speaking of the state of one's mind. That which your mind is gazed upon. Very, very important that which your mind is gazed upon. Now, anybody whose mind has not been renewed by the Spirit has a certain consciousness that is quite different from the Spirit's consciousness. That is the main reason why the best thing that a believer can do to himself is to renew his mind because the more you renew your mind the more you shift your consciousness are you listening to me good now once your consciousness is shifted do you know that you can actually be those times when you were young, when um, maybe they buy a new dress for you, maybe on Christmas time and you go to church with it and with you on the 25th, <laughs> when you are wearing that new um, dress or shirt, even though your eyes are actually not looking at yourself. But anybody that you see, you will begin to imagine as if the person is looking at you. Now, all of a sudden, you start seeing yourself in your own mind. Okay? You are not just looking at your shirt and just like that, sir. no. You are walking looking at other things. But there is a certain state of Consciousness in your mind that makes you look good, so you look very good in your minds, like in your own mind. I believe I get what I'm saying. Even though your your physical eyes are not fixed on your shirt at that present time, so when somebody is looking at your shirt from a certain distance, and you begin to notice that the person is looking at you. Now, you might not quickly look at yourself. But the moment you realize that the person is looking at you, there is a certain consciousness that comes to you. At that moment, you begin to see yourself in your own mind. You are not just looking at yourself physically. Are are you are you listening to me? Can you all hear me, please? Good. So now, at this moment, Can you all hear me please? At this moment, you realize that the moment you see that somebody is looking at you, you begin to think within your mind that it is because you are wearing a nice and a brand new clothes that the person is looking at you. And at that moment, you begin to see yourself in your own mind without looking just physically at yourself. Are you following? Then immediately, you realize that The moment you begin to see yourself in your own mind, the way you walk starts changing. Automatically, you will not force it. Are you with me? Let's say you are just walking in the midst of people. You just entered a certain auditorium and everybody there gets up and they are all clapping for you. Now, you will not really look at yourself, but you realize that a certain consciousness will just come on you and by that consciousness, your demeanor will begin to change. So the way you walk will start changing. Now, your eyes are not fixed on your physical self, but it is actually fixed on what the people are doing, making you create a certain picture of yourselves in your mind. Are you listening to me? Good. With this basic understanding, it will let you know that consciousness, if you want to have a high, that is what we call a higher consciousness. I've explained this before, that when you look at man, listen to me, when you look at man, in the spirit realm, man is like an entity that is standing between light and darkness. Man is like an entity standing between light and darkness. Now, when you look at man in his fallen nature as we are now, we are close to the darkness more than the light. Are you listening to me? So It is easy for a lower consciousness any or oh, hear me please good so when you look at man in the spirit realm, from the perspective of we as fallen nature, you realize that man is actually an entity standing between light and darkness. And in our fallen state, man is more closer to darkness than light. Are you following? And because we are closer to darkness more than light. now when i speak of darkness i'm talking about lower regions okay let me just um explain it this way so there is like let's say there is a circle, and you try to divide the circle into two to able to get a certain um Half moon sign on the top, like a pie, a pie chart. Those of you who do pie chart you understand what I'm talking about. Now, the one that is on top is the realm of light, and the one that is beneath that line of separation is the realm of darkness. Now, all these realms, there are entities that dwell there. And there are spheres in those realms so some of the realms in the realm of light are known as heavens. are you with me so there are heavens that are in the realms of light and there are certain dimensions of darkness beneath that realm. now when we look at the earth where we dwell now the earth is actually in the middle section so in god's whole creation the earth becomes like the center of the universe of god above the earth you are entering into the regions of light and beneath the earth you are entering into the regions of darkness are you following and i i told you that when we fell and we became human beings we became entities that were close to darkness than light because of that state our consciousness has been altered so we, be, we are more conscious of the negative than that which is positive are you listening to me Go and because of this our fallen nature it is easy for demons who are spirits living in the dark regions to have influences around us than angelic beings who are also light beings are you following good now if you have understood me to this point. You have to understand that. Now, when we leave you as a normal man, your consciousness is already tuned to the realm of darkness. The highest consciousness that can ever come to a man is when he becomes, he he begins to focus more on himself. What am I trying to see? When you can stay in the region of the earth without moving upwards or downwards, that is the highest a normal human being can ever do to himself. I don't forget, it's like this. Can you can you all hear me, please? There is an examination. It is over ten. It is over 10. But when you get, you can get them wrong and begin to enter into the negative. So somebody can write the exam and come out with negative 5 over 10. It is possible. Now, when you cross 0 to the negative dimension, you are moving into the realm of darkness. But even if you are able to get 1, you are a little bit in the light. That means you have moved above what we call the equator. Or, I don't know if they're all the those of you who did um, elective maths, you want you draw your graph, there was a certain point they call it zero, the, the origin. Are you listening to me? So, the highest thing a man can do for himself is to be at zero. That is the highest consciousness any man can be lifted to by himself at zero. that point, the man is not either in the the light realm, neither is he in the dark realm, but understand that even the zero is close to negative one. Are you listening to me? I'm trying to explain consciousness for you to understand. Good. Now, with this understanding, you have to know that before a man can travel in the spirit, he must be conscious of the spirit realms. And how do you become conscious of the spirit realm? The first thing is found in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 18, the Bible said, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Can you all hear me please? Good. Now, so if you want to travel in the spirit, the first thing, the first thing you need to take note of is to. Can you all hear me, please? Paul is telling us that we should fix our eyes on things that are not seen so if you want to travel in the spirit, first start fixing your eyes on things that are not seen now, Paul is not talking about this, your physical eyes because your physical eyes are already fixed on seen things they are fixed on things that can be seen Are you listening to me? So there must must be another eye that Paul is talking about. That eye in itself cannot be seen with the physical eyes. It is that eye that can be used to see into the unseen dimensions. So the first key In traveling in the spirit is to activate that eye. Now, that eye is what will bring you the heavenly consciousness or the consciousness of the spirit realm. Now, that eyes is called the eyes of your mind. The eyes of your mind. That question is heavy, that is why I have taken a long time to explain things. Because not many people have heard of traveling in the spirit. (laughs) And I want to make it simple for even the lame man to understand. That is why I have started from this point. Are you following? Now, so what you do is that if you need to fix your eyes on things that are not seen then what you need to take note is that your physical eyes, when they are open will never allow you to fix that unseen eyes on the unseen world So the first way to travel in the spirit is to first shut your physical eyes shut it Are you listening to me? Now, after shutting it, the next key is to open the one, which is the eyes of your mind. It is not difficult at all. It is not difficult. You just need to learn some few keys. Are you listening to me? Now, because it is the eyes of your mind, anything in your mind can affect the way you see Because it is the eyes of your mind, anything in your mind can affect it. So before you can even open that eyes, you have to cleanse all manner of unwanted things from that your mind so that that your mind's eye will become a clear river without any deadness or any kind of impurity. It is in this that you can see things as they are. Because several times, God visited certain prophets and by his angel, he took them into the realm of the spirit and he showed them something. And God will now ask the prophet, What seest thou? And the moment the prophet is able to tell what he is seeing, there is always a statement that God or the angel will say, you have seen well. That means that it is possible for you to see, but not see well. Are you following? How do you see well? first, You need to cleanse your eyes from anything that will interfere with the vision. Because you can get a clean water and put it in a dirty glass, it will make the water too dirty. Even though the water was clean and clear. How do you cleanse your eyes with the light of God's word? With the light of God's word. Because once there is deception, deception can create images in your mind that will start affecting visionary experiences. Are you following? Good. So there are things in your mind that you need to cleanse them with the word of God, with fastings and with prayer. Now, some of the things are things you have imagined that are not in the line or in the will of God. Some imaginations. So the Bible said, I think in the book of 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse four. That was Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse four. Listen to what the Bible said. The Bible said, "For the weapons of our warfare are not color, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity." every thought to the obedience of Christ. There are certain imaginations that are not in obedience to the will of God, which is Christ. Now, these imaginations can affect the way you see. Are you listening to me? Who, there are certain imaginations that will not allow the clear word of God come to you about somebody, because you have a certain mindset which is called a stronghold. So let me let me just read it from a different version for you to see. He said, "For the weapons of our warfare are not those of the world. Instead," they have the power to demolish fortresses when we say something is a fortress something that is deeply established that is difficult to be removed difficult it is a stronghold Have you read that? The Bible said the Lord is my strength and my fortress. The Lord is my fortress. So God can even be a stronghold. Are you following? Good. The message Bible says, the tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation, but they are for demolishing that entire massively corrupt culture. Exactly. There are theories, philosophies in the minds of men. Things that have been formed. Now, if you don't go through the purifications of the fire of God, that is the main reason why most of us are finding it difficult to see clear visions. Because in our minds we already have certain pictures that are not in line with the knowledge of god so whenever there is a vision coming from the spirit into our mind's eye because the mind's eye already carries certain kind of pictures they will distort the clarity of the vision that is coming so you need to cleanse yourself from all these things then you can now stay focused You follow me. Do you do you know that the Bible said the imaginations will be casted down? Did you read that? He didn't say cast away or cast out. So verse 5, he said, casting down imaginations. i've explained certain things before i told you there are certain things inside you cannot cast them out of you what does it mean to cast down to tame to tame because the imagination is part of your soul already it is like your hand your right hand when the bible says that when your right hand causes you to sin cut it it does not mean go and take and and cut off your right no what the bible is saying is that tame your right hand tame it are you following do because you will need your hand your hand was not made for evil purpose even though it is being used for that so you need to change the perspective and after that, you realize that the hand that you wanted to cut off yesterday is now being used to do something new. That is what imagination is. Imagination is a dimension of your mind's eye. You can't remove it. You need it to travel in the spirit. So what happens is that imagination has been lifted to a certain height, seeing, imagining things that are not in line with the will of God. So what you do is that you cast down. What do you mean cast down is to tame. The thing is there, but we are not allowing it to go above a certain line. Else it will start acting in a negative way. Are you following? So there are certain things we cast out. There are certain things we cast down. And there are certain things we cast. When you are casting out something, it means the thing is not originally part of you, like a demon. A demon can reside in a person's soul and use the person in a negative way. You cast out that demon. That is the reason why I was teaching you in the afternoon about lust and the spirit of lust, that we are not the same. You cannot cast out last. You cast down. Are you with me? You tame the last, so that it does not go outside the lane of its manifestation. Are you listening? Then you have it. So you cast out what is not originally part of your being. You cast down what is part of you, but is being you know, expressed outside the will of God. Are you following Beautiful. So now, with this, if you are able to handle all these things, then when that imagination is casted down. After 10 it for a while, it will now return to its original position. And when it returns to its original position, what you do is that you begin to release the light of God on it. I'm showing you how to start seeing visions and how to start traveling in the spirit. Now, you begin to release the light of God. Now, you pray, <clears throat> Mighty God, as I pray, let your light shine. On my imagination in the name of Jesus then begin to be. now don't pray in English speak in other tongues no, if you want to travel in the spirit I'm showing you a key don't stop speaking in tongues because it is, you will get to a, a realm in the spirit you will, not, you will not gain access if you don't speak a language that will decode some things is why there are certain people that will be standing here with us they will start speaking in tongues and as they are speaking in tongues certain doors in certain realms will be unlocked and all of a sudden the knowledge and the power in that realm will rush into their souls while they are standing because the language they spoke had unlocked a door that's why tongue speaking is, is a key That unlocks certain doors. Are you following? Beautiful. Now, as you keep speaking in other tongues and sending the light of God into your imagination, God will now lay hold of your imagination at that moment. It does not belong to you anymore. You can't just imagine what you feel like imagining. When God lays hands on that imagination, it becomes what we call a sanctified imagination. Now, when your imagination is sanctified by the hand, it becomes a holy thing. You know, you can have your own bottle that you put water in and drink all the time. But when God says that, give me that bottle, it becomes God's bottle, even though you bought it. Now, at that moment, when you want to wash all your bottles, there is a specific instruction that God will give to you concerning that one particular bottle. You will not wash it with the original sponge you used to wash all the others because God has put his hand on it. And any time God puts his hand on something, He set it apart for his use, and the setting apart of that thing is what we call holiness. So that thing has become a holy utensil unto God. You dare not mingle it with the others. So God will lay hold of your imagination. If you want to travel in the spirit, and see yourself travel, give your imagination to God, and it is not a one day job. I want you to understand that because we have to go through the process of casting down imaginations, because there are some of us here, we have imagined certain things, they have become strongholds in our minds. Until we go through the process of renewing our minds and casting down these imaginations through prayer and the authority of God's Word, it will become difficult for us to start experiencing these um, visionary experiences. Are you following me? That is why you need to spend time on this one. My Lord and my God, as I pray, deliver my imagination. From that which is not in line with your word, any imagination in you that is not in line with the knowledge of God, by the power of the Word of God, change now. now you pray this prayer, but keep praying. Don't speak any English language there. This one is not something you should understand. Once you lift the prayer Begin to speak in other tongues And lift the word to the Holy Ghost Because what you are doing You are using a weapon to fight something That is why the Bible says For the weapons of our warfare are not canal And what those weapons will do Is that they pull down strongholds And they also cast down imaginations That are not in line with the knowledge of God So as you begin to speak in other tongues, it is a weapon that is casting down imaginations outside the will of God. Are you following? Now, you begin to pray. You might not know what you are doing, but after some time, after some days, after some months, you realize that you, at first, that when you see any lady, your eyes will just go straight to the bottom and you start imagining some unnecessary things, you realize that a time will come when you look at a lady and your eyes are fixed on the backside and you want to imagine something negative, something will hit you like it looks like you are about to die. Do you know what has happened? An imagination has been casted down. A stronghold has been broken. Are you with me? Now, sometimes demons are sent to fortify that stronghold, to make sure your imagination will always be wrong. So when you see a lady, there are men who see women as sex materials. It is a stronghold. Maybe he got that stronghold from friends totally women, they, they are just this, women are just, totally women, they give general statements about women. And this thing has formed a stronghold, a fortress in the young man's mind. So anytime he sees a woman, instead of him to think the way of the Lord and look at the precious gem that is coming to him and behold the future that God has planted in the little for him, He only sees sex. And some of them can just go to the extent of sleeping with you and dumping you. Many men have dumped precious gems that could have changed their destinies all because there was a stronghold of sex. To them, the only thing a woman can be useful of is just a tool of sexual intercourse. They can't think beyond that realm. Are you following? Now there are demons that will be assigned to when the when a demon, when the enemy wants a man to struggle in life and never get a good woman that will stand by him to fulfill destiny. He will start attacking your mindset about women. So there are many men struggling now and some of them have even put themselves under curses. Because they were only focused on sleeping with the women and they ended up cursing themselves. It all started as a mindset. Are you following? Now, if you're able to do all these things and your imagination is now in the hands of God, the next thing I want you to do is to practice this, what we call seeing yourself in the unseen world. Are you listening to me? Seeing yourself in the unseen world. There is a practice. God bless you, Pastor Hannah, There is a practice that some of us we can't see ourselves. Even in dreams, we don't see ourselves because there are dimensions of dreams. Do you know that you can dream and see your full self in a dream, but there are some of the dreams too you don't really see your full self. It looks like you are the camera that is looking around. I believe somebody is getting what I'm saying. But we can see a dream where you see, ah, this is me going. This is me. You see your head to your feet clearly. You see your full self walking. But in some other dreams, you don't see yourself as in your full self. But you see that you are the one walking. Not, you are not looking at your full self. But it looks like a camera that is just moving around. Your eyes are seeing things. You are not really seeing yourself, but you are in the dream. Good. Now, that these two dreams are different in their realms. When you dream and you see your full self, there is one stanza. And when you see yourself, so you see, most of the times, when you see your full self walking about in the dream, when things do happen to you, it does not really affect your emotional state. But, when it's like you are the, like the camera, when something is about to happen to you, the thing can really touch you. Sometimes you will be crying and you wake up and you see tears, because... That kind of dream is very close to the nature. Are you following? Let me say it again. I want to show you these keys. I want to show you how to start seeing yourself traveling in the spirit. This one, I'm not talking about dreams. You sit down, close your eyes and just look at yourself. Okay, I'm seeing myself now. Many people don't know how to do it, but witches do that a lot. Witches, before they do it. They do it and they use that means to bring their souls out of their bodies and they start traveling. They start traveling. So first, you need to imagine yourself standing in front of you. If not in front of you, imagine yourself in any realm. Now, you can be, you can even be lost in your imagination. Some of you, have you experienced that before? You were just imagining yourself walking around somewhere. All of a sudden, the thing, the thing just escaped from being an imagination, and it, it looked like it was a trance. It was a vision. that is how we travel in the spirit if you see if you want to travel in the spirit first let your mind and everything be be set on God are you with me? then can I I say something here? some of you don't know how powerful your mind is but you can't travel in the spirit without your mind I'm telling you you can't do that you can't do it because the word consciousness is of your mind. So you have to first be conscious of That is why the Bible said, be it transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is very powerful. It gives you access to the realms of the spirit. It is like the neutral point between the spirit realm and the physical realm. So where your mind is focused on, you will determine who you become. That is why the Bible said, He that minds the spirit, deceive the spiritual. Are you following? So, your mind is very, very important. And you need to work on your mind. One of the keys that will help you always pray that the light of God will shine on your mind. Every day, pray this prayer. Lord, let your light shine in my mind in the name of Jesus. Then you start speaking in tongues. Kapata. You will be helping yourself. The light of God will flash out every form of darkness in your mind. And when that happens, your mind will be highly prepared for spiritual experiences. Then you realize that your focus is changing to spiritual things. You would love to see angels more. You will not know why. But you close your eyes, you start seeing clouds. Then it will be drawing you now. I want to see what is in the clouds, what is about the clouds, that there is a certain godly desire that will be built in your heart. Are you following? God is raising people that will not only sit down on the earth and say, Lord, let heaven come down. No. those That generation has passed god is raising a generation of men who will say god don't worry you stay where you are by the spirit that you have placed in me i am coming to your abode and i'm coming to learn new things then i will descend on this earth and manifest it so we are not waiting for the for heaven to come down to the earth but no we will go to heaven and carry heaven's mindset and the plan. So when you go to heaven, God will now show you the way he wants the earth to be. When you descend on earth and you are not seeing it that way, you will never be in peace. You don't understand why there's so much fire burning in some people, you think they are mad. Some people have traveled to certain places. Ah, I remember biblically, God carried Paul to the third heavens and he showed Paul certain things and he even showed Paul the glorious body that he is preparing for Paul. When Paul came back to the nature and saw how limited his physical body was, he began to go. Ah, where is that body God showed me? I remember when God lifted Paul into the ten heavens and began to show him weightier matters. The Bible said God showed him things that that, 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 there is no language on this earth that could explain. The tongue cannot speak. There is no utterance for those things. Paul saw amazing things in the realms, and God even took Paul to a place and showed Paul a glorious body and said, Paul, This is the body I am preparing for. Do you remember when I came to the earth as Jesus, I said something profound. That is what I said in my father's house there are many mansions do you know that house I was talking about the house is not this earthly house which you are carrying but that house is the glorious body that is my father's house it is that house that God is preparing then Jesus opened the eyes of Paul to see the glorious body that Paul will get on the day when he is descending and when Paul returned back from that encounter into the natural and saw his limited body he began to go ah, where is the body that Jesus showed me in the heavenly realms where is that body When Paul saw the glorious body that God is preparing for him, and when he came back to the natural and saw that he was still in his limited natural body, Paul began to grow. He said, ah, where is that glorious body that God prepared for me? This is not the life that God wants me to live. He began to grow. Let me show you one of the ways to always have a hunger. For God is when there is an encounter in the spirit realm when God opens up what He has set ahead to you, there is a certain unquenchable fire that will be built in you. That is why I keep saying this: if you are comfortable in this natural life you are living something is wrong with you. it means your fire has gone off and you have to know the plan of God. When God took Moses into the the top of the mountains and God God sat down with Moses on the mountaintop. God, he sat down with Moses. And when he sat down with Moses, he said, Moses, I want to take you to heaven and show you something. God lifted Moses into heaven and God showed him how he has made things in heaven. How the temple in heaven is built and God began to show him all these things and when God brought Moses back he said go to the earth and rebuild exactly what you saw according to the measurements and the parameters that I will give. From that day Moses ceased to live like a normal man. There was a burden that was on him. Until you are lifted into the realms of the heaviness to know the plan of God for your life and even for the universe, you will get to a point in your walk with God where natural comfort will will just swallow you up. Your consciousness will start shifting from heavenly dimension to the mundane realm where you begin to think like natural men who only need clothes, food, and what, where they will sleep, may God help us, grant us grace, in the name of Jesus, Amen. Now after all these things, sit down, begin to imagine and see yourself, practice this, try and see yourself. Do you remember the other time during the School of the Prophets, I taught us how to imagine people. It is easy to imagine people, even though that is not quite easy, but if you try, are you following? Can you hear me, please? Good. Do you know that when I when I ask you to imagine your best friend standing in front of you, close your eyes and begin to imagine your best friend standing in front of you? It might be a little bit difficult, but at the end you'll be able to do so. I hope you know that. Good. But when I ask you to imagine yourself standing in front of yourself, that is where the problem will come from. Because it is easy to imagine others than to imagine yourself. And once you are able to imagine your own self standing in front of you, you will realize that you have broken a certain barrier of limitation. Now, many people. Prophets cannot even experience some of these things You see a prophet saying something like I'm seeing myself, I've entered here I've entered here It means a certain barrier of limitation has been broken Are you following? So it is a practice Once you are able to imagine yourself Now, imagine yourself standing in front of you Imagine yourself opening your door Imagine yourself Lifting your hands Now you, you do this You practice this continuously Now after that Can I say what I want to say now Good There is a part of you a part of your body it is not physical it is let me say starry hmm? every human being whether you like it or yes before you came to this earth before you were born into this earth God actually gave you authority over entities the Sun the moon the stars and everything I've been explaining these things So there is what the stars are saying about you. There is a part of you that is connected to the stars. There is a part of you connected to the moon. A part of you connected to the sun. That is why some people, once they gain access into the stars, into the moon, they can know certain things about you. Some people are known as star gazers. They gaze into the stars of people and they are able to know certain things about them. You can't say they are not telling what is right it is a fact it is there are you getting it because there is something connected to you that is in the stars now you have a body inside this your physical body it is close to your soul that body is called an astral body the word astral means stars or star. So, an astral body is the part of your body that is connected to your star. Are you following me? They are all part of you. you, you don't see it, mostly you see that in dreams. Most of the times, the part of you you really see in your dream is your astral body. No, there is something that is that has to do with the astral body, because the astral body speaks of the starry dimensions, which are far above the earth. There is something that the astral body is capable of doing. That is the reason why that many of you here you, you, you have not flown physically before. Physically, when we say fly. <laughs> what? As you want? Even when we say run, because some of you can't even ran. How much more to fly? But you have seen yourself several times flying in dreams. Sometimes you were under attack. Somebody wanted to stab you. Somebody wanted to do something wrong to you. But all of a sudden, bah, you saw you were flying. And the person could not attack you anymore. It does not mean you are a witch. Anybody that tells you that all the time too. The person does not have understanding in the spirit realm. Now, the, the question is, why is your astral body flying but your physical body cannot fly? It is a sign that gravity, what we call gravitational force, is ruling over your body. But gravitational force does not have influence over your astral body. Even just your astral body, just your astral body, which is part of you, the gravitational force cannot have influence on it. How much more the glorious body that at the end of all things you will attain? <laughs> My God. Now, there is something that a lot of people, especially the witches, the um, the occult people normally do before they enter into the astral world, or which we call the spiritual world, I don't want to confuse anybody. Before a witch can go for a meet, uh, meeting in the, spirit, in the spirit realm, they don't go with their physical bodies, they go with their astral bodies. Now they have to let the astral body come out of their physical body now they don't go with their entire soul because when we say your soul your soul is not just one entity small entity like that no your soul is actually um compartments of beings put together are you listening to me compartments of beings Put together, that is making up your soul. Even this, your physical body is also made up of compartments. So when we say you have emotions, your emotion is a body on its own. So you can dream emotional dreams. When you get an emotional dream, you will see your, you will see a part of you in the dream, but that is not your whole soul. It is your emotions. Do you know that you can dream and see your ex in your dream and still be angry at your ex the way you are angry with him in the natural because of what he did to you? You can dream, see your ex and you will recall that this one is my ex. He did this and did this and you will still hate him like the way you hate him physically. Sometimes when, when you see him, what, the way he made you feel, you begin to feel that in the dream. You are getting an emotional dream, a dream that has to do with your emotions. So at that moment, the being, what the part of you you are seeing in the dream is your emotional self. Are you following? I watched a short movie where a man was married but he had an affair with somebody else and the woman was trying to destroy the man's matrimonial home and the man didn't know what to do the woman said she would go and tell the man's wife that this has happened the man was begging the woman that it was just a mistake the woman said what? this was not not a mistake this, this, this so the man was in trouble he didn't know what was going on But the man's pastor had a dream. And in the dream, he saw that the man was in a cage. He was locked. And he saw the woman that the man had the affair with standing in front of the cage. This is the dream that the pastor had. What do you think is happening here? This is a case study. What do you think is happening here? This one is chemical pathology. key study. One. Let's study the case. <laughs> oh. So what? Now, if you're a man of God, hmm, and you saw, now, the man has not told the pastor that this thing has happened. Nobody knows about it. But the pastor saw the man inside the cage and that woman that you had the affair with standing in front of the cage preventing the man from coming out if you are the pastor and you have seen this what will be your interpretation okay let's see. now you have got to know that something was something happened between the man in the cage and the woman that was standing in front of the cage which part of the man is in the cage Okay, somebody said the man's emotion, somebody said the man's mind. You see, someone said the soul. Okay, (laughs) Okay, a lot of people are saying so. Hmm. I'm trying to help you if you're able to grasp this. eh? You Understand spiritual things now. You have to first understand what the man is going through now. The, the man is under a serious torment. Hmm? So, when the man is when they serve him food, he cannot even eat the food. And when they ask him what is wrong, said, Well, I'm fine, but the man is not fine. So now, which part of the man is going through the trouble? That is the most important thing. If you say the whole soul, it it is not true. The mind. The mind. The mind. The man cannot focus. His mind is under touches of the enemy. So the man's mind has been imprisoned. Now, the mind is part of the soul, but it is not the whole soul of the man. That is why when a witch leaves her body, she has not left her body with her whole soul. No, the day your whole soul leaves your body, you die. Are you with me? But certain parts of your soul can leave your body. So, your, your, your imagination can leave your body and travel to places and come back. Your emotions can travel to places and come back. Your astral body can travel to places and come back. Now, they are all part of the soul. So your whole soul does not leave your body at once. The day your whole soul leaves your body, you die. Because when your whole soul is leaving your body, it means your mind is leaving your emotions are living your reasoning is living you cannot be a normal human, you can't reason you can't even breathe because there is a connection between your soul and breath breath, breath so if you have left your body and your body is still breathing your whole soul has not left that is why when we dream, we travel out of our bodies but we still we still breathe are you following good and the breathing that we are breathing is actually the life of the soul do you remember the bible said the life of the soul is in the blood do you know that the life of the soul is in the blood good now what is in the blood now, the blood is not the life of the soul but he said the the life of the soul is in the blood so there is something in the blood when you take it out of the blood the soul has no life it will depart from your body there is something inside your blood it is called oxygen beautiful and you know oxygen is what causes you to breathe so, oxygen is actually the life of your soul in your body. That is what when we prevent you from breathing, your, soul, your whole soul will leave your body. But when you are asleep and you are breathing, your different parts of your soul can leave your body. But your whole soul cannot depart. The very day your whole soul departs, it means something has touched the life of your soul. I don't know if you are getting what I am saying. What you are doing is very practical. <laughs> very, very practical. It will let you understand life. Good. So now, are we, let, we are still learning traveling in the spirit. It's a very big question. <laughs> Someone said the way that time is running fast, the people don't want the meeting to end. <laughs> All right. God bless you, Lawrence. Good. Are you following me now? The gift of now, let me show you something. Let me show you how a human being dies. When somebody is dying a normal death, the soul of the person will leave the person's body. The whole soul. But they will start departing one by one. So sometimes when people are about to die, they begin to lose certain parts of their soul before the others will also leave. Some of them will lose their reasoning. Reasoning is part of your soul. So, when you look, so you see, people grow old to a certain point when they are sick, they lose their reasoning. They cannot even identify that this is my wife, this is my child. They can't even do that anymore. The moment you see that something like that is happening, it means certain parts of the person's soul is living. Are you with me? Gradually. The people don't just die at once, no. When you die at once, when your soul leaves your body at once, it is not a normal death. And that kind of death is dangerous. May God willing, I, wait, I wish I could continue this one. This is the reason why when people die at once, let's say in an accident or maybe in, um, like somebody shoots somebody body and the person dies instantly, the people who are dead don't even know that they are dead. Because that experience is so fast that the vibrance of the person's soul as it was in his body is exactly the same way as it is in the soul realm. So some of those people can hang around for a long time and they are more powerful than most of the entities in the realm where their souls will be. So you can not tame them I'm telling you, that is why when people die instantly like that, they, be- they become so furious. And if they are not Christians and family people bury their person with catalysts and those things, you think it is um, what, what do they call it? Superstitious beliefs. Go and kill the person eh? and just don't go for protection. And let us see. <laughs> even sometimes these people they will come to your house sometimes they want to show you something that's why those people they love to appear in dreams sometimes you just begin to you somebody standing behind you you call them ghosts are you following me? that is that aspect of death it is not the normal death In until you call it act of woe premature death. Instant one that is not planned. Because a normal death, your soul will begin to leave your body gradually. Sometimes it can even take a month. So maybe your reasoning will leave your body. After three days, your imagination will also leave. After three days, your way will also leave. You can't do whatever you want to do again. Things will begin to leave you. And the last part of you, of your soul, the last part of your soul that lives is your mind. Once your mind leaves, that, that's all. You are gone. Now, every part of your soul and where it resides or where it can be touched in your body, Are you listening to me? So what we say, a man's imagination, you cannot pinpoint imagination in a man's body on the knee or on the elbow. Definitely the imagination of a man can be linked or traced to maybe around the forehead, inside. Are, Are you getting what I'm saying? Good. So when a natural man, when there's a natural death, when a normal death is happening to a man, the soul begins to leave the body from the heat, until the nine, the nine awesome coming upwards. Certain parts of your soul will be leaving. I wish I could explain this, but it will be quite heavy. So they will leave. They will be leaving gradually, and when that part of you leaves, the place will become cool. That is why when your soul leaves your body, you become cold, very cold. So when you look at a dying man, those of you who are very close to people who are dying, when you, when, when you are detecting that the man is dying, start touching the feet to check. When the feet becomes cold, it means the soul is leaving gradually. And it will start climbing upwards. When the man is a good man, it can die a normal death. Where you see, when you give birth to a child, there is a certain hole in the skull. Na pampe see that 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 place that breathes. In that soft area, that small hole on top of the child's head that breathed. That is the part where, when you go, that hole will be sealed. But when a man is dying a normal death, it will be open for the rest of the soul to pass through that area. So you realize that when somebody dies a normal death, and the person soul leaves the body from the feet, and passes through the head certain few things will be noticed We realize that the head of the person will be standing it's called what fontanelles. okay nice one that is the normal place that the soul of a good man will definitely pass through but when the man has lived a life in an ungodly way so the way somebody dies can even show where the person's soul is going yeah most of the people that lived evil lives when they die they defecate on themselves it means it it was through their anal area that the soul left at that moment there is a push because all the part of the soul that is from the head to the waist must be pushed down to the anal area which is actually against the original um, movement of things. I don't even get what I'm saying. It is like when it is raining from the ground to the sky, it is a different route altogether. There are some people, too, their souls who live through their eyes. When they die, their eyes don't close it will show you where their souls are going but that's not the message for today we have two minutes <laughs> it was just by the way for you to understand some of some people too will open their mouth some people too when they die things will come out of their ears so we need to understand the soul the soul is not just one small entity No 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 no, no. it is made up of entities that is the reason why God, Jesus came to die to save your soul but your mind must be renewed because your mind is part of your soul but it must go through the process of renewal else transformation will not come. You will still live like somebody who is um, a servant even though you are a king. Are you following? me? So we need to understand these things. Hmm. So today, son, um, that can see what your question has done to us. <coughs> as simple as the question sounded, you see where we have, been? yeah, and I've not even finished. I have to continue, God willing, tomorrow. So that. After you imagining or seeing yourself, you that will push you like a rocket into the other realms of the heaviness. Are you getting it? So, when there is this thing they call astral projection, the witches use that, occult people use that to go for their meetings. Astral projection they project their astral bodies out of their physical bodies into a realm now once you are able to do that or you step out of your physical body some of you have even dreamt where you saw things like that you saw yourself your your, yourself standing in the room and you saw your physical body lying on the bed used to happen to me several times it was later that i realized that there was The Spirit of God was involved. Now, when that happens, you can walk through your own wall. The wall, you can walk through the wall and appear at a different place. When a person's astral body leaves his body, the person can project his body to any place he has decided to be in his mind. Very, very, very important. So the realm that you travel to is actually based on the understanding that you have gained. Are you following? So somebody can, there are many people who know what is happening in Jupiter. They know what is happening in Venus. They know what is happening even though they are here. But their astral bodies have been traveling to those places. Once they come out of their bodies, I want to be in Jupiter all of a sudden they will start flying in the sky with a great speed they will begin to appear at these places I told you the story of a certain guy who did that he projected his astral body out of him and he went to his own mother's house in a different country and he saw the house that has been painted white and this and he saw many things there when he came out of his body he found the mother in that country and started describing the house to the mother the, the mother, the mother, the mother ah, how did you know that? It's been many years over 27 years. that The guy said, Yeah, that is what <laughs> this is what these witches do, they can project their pastoral bodies out of themselves to do many things. Are you follow me? The Lord will help us. We we'll begin to understand these things and how to project your bodies. You soul by the leading of the spirit. Through traveling in the spirit. With your imagination. And how the Holy Ghost. Will lead you into many realms. Some of you will find yourself in heaven. You will stand in the gate, in front of the gate of heaven. You will be shocked. You will you, you, you communicate with angels. You will just find yourself. In an angelic atmosphere. Get ready. May the grace of the Lord rest upon you all. I pray that the grace for spiritual travel even into the higher realms of heaven will be released upon you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let the anointing that will cause a man to be positioned for the spirit to lift him to the realms of heaven. Let that anointing come upon you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. And keep all of you strong I'm going to upload the message right after here So please and I'll name, uh, I think I'll name it Traveling in the Spirit Introduction to Traveling in the Spirit Alright God bless you And keep all of you strong Please at exactly 12am GMT We are all meeting to pray So make sure you join us The gracious Lord will empower us In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Amen God bless you Oh, many people want me to talk about the destiny of nations, but I will do that. All the messages that I could not continue, I will surely um, continue. It's not my fault, but the Lord will help us. May the Lord favor all of us and grant us divine grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. If you want to support the work of God, the number is zero two four zero three one two five five one zero two four zero three one two five five one. If you want to be a covenant partner. When you support the work of God with a particular seed, every month you can text me on that same number and we will pray for you and show you the next step. The Lord will favor you and grant you praise. Get connected to this altar of victory. And the Lord will give you victory in every side of your life. God bless you. We shall meet at exactly 12 a.m. for prayers. Shalom. Bye bye.